Hi, this is Radhika Dosa and you're listening to Soul Tales with me, my animals and friends. Tune in for heartwarming stories of dogs, cats and other family as we talk about love, life and loss. Hi Judith. Hi. Tell me you're from Amsterdam? Yes, I am. Yes, 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 born and raised in Amsterdam. Yes. So Judith, can you tell me something more about the history of the Posenburg? Yes, again, uh we started about 54 years ago. Um before corona we we had our 50 years anniversary. We we had like a little party with all the people that helped us. Um it started like with with Miss van Wilde. She she lived in uh, the canal behind this one and she found like a mother cat with kittens in front of her door and and she took them in and that was the beginning. Later on another cat came and another cat and people know uh, or knew that, that she would take in the cat so they brought cats and well long story short um her house was full of cats too much she didn't have any space anymore so she thought okay where do i get more space and uh, you don't buy a house that easily but in that time you could buy a boat easily that's not the case anymore but back then it was So she bought a boat and put them here in the canal. That's not possible anymore now, but then it was uh and and that was the beginning of uh, the cat boat of the pusher boat. So tell us some stories of the pusing boat. Happy stories, sad stories. Oh, well, there's one is really special um that I'm I'm always the first one coming in here early in the day. So I came in and there was here in the kitchen on the floors like a tiny tiny little kitten just sitting there. And that's not possible. I mean we don't have kittens in in the in the kitchen. So I called my colleague. I said, "Did you put a kitten uh, inside?" And she said, "No, I don't know about the kitten in the kitchen." Um so the only thing he or she can get in is through the mailbox. We have a rather big mailbox and I think maybe somebody found her or or the kitten was from somebody I don't know but that they pushed him through the mailbox. And what happened to the kitten? Well, we called her in Dutch briefje and that is like a letter because she came in the mailbox, you know. And we found a really nice lady for her and she still has the same name, briefje. And there was the newspaper was here asking if we have a nice story and we told him about Briefje. And, and they went to the lady and and did the interview there also. So and she came in the paper so she's rather famous, but yeah, that's really um that's a, a special story, I think. A happy yeah. ending. And a happy really happy ending. Actually, we have always like happy endings. If we have a cat, we find the right home for them. Um if it's not working the cat comes back. Uh if we have cats inside that are rather wild because we also have cats from outside that that are born outside have been there for a long long time then they just stay here until we find somebody suitable. And do you think it's hard to help animals in cities these days? Well, I don't know about every city but here in Amsterdam we have it under control I can say. It's not that they walk everywhere in some cities you just you see everywhere cats if you go to Greece you see cats everywhere that's not the case here and the neutering is like really standard here every cat will be neutered you know and if you do that long enough 
you will make sure there are not so many kittens every time. And if somebody wants in our home to have a litter, a litter of kittens, that's not really a problem. The people that don't want to have uh, kittens and let their cat go out or, you know, all the accidents or the, that's a problem. So what are the challenges of running a cat shelter? That you keep all the cats healthy and happy. Always people think cats are really easy. Like, okay, I want a dog, but I don't have time for a dog. I will take a cat. But cats are also demanding. They have, well, they don't really demand, but they, they have also their needs. You know, they have to have space to play. They need their attention. So they're not that easy as people always think. Okay. And uh, at the shelter, what do you all do with uh, cats who are bored? Who plays with them? Who looks after them? Well, at first, they, they have to go to the quarantine because we also have rules here. We also have things we have to do. Then they go to the vet. Then they have to stay there for one, two weeks. And if the vet says they are okay, then they go to the big big space, the big room here inside. Um, and then we will find uh, a home for them. Have you had many cats for very long? Yeah, uh, some of the ones that are walking around, uh, we call them uh, lost lopers. That's like walking around. Um, they, they've been here for a long time, but those are the cats that are found outside. They are born outside most of the time, so they're not socialized, so they're rather wild. You cannot always pick them up. And they can stay or they stay here forever or, or several years until we think, okay, we have a suitable um, home for them. So can you tell me a special story about yourself and a dog or a cat? Who was your special animal? <laughs> I don't have really one special animal. I, I know one from the beginning. He was special, uh, but there are more special cats. Um, he, his name was Spoon and he was like a huge tabby cat he was like if you picked him up he would go flat on his belly like this here and he would put his paws really around your neck there was I have never seen a cat doing that he was the only one that I experienced and then he would go with his paws so behind your neck and hold you and he would sit here with his head in your neck and and that was it then he would sit there all the time you know he was so sweet he was so sweet yeah and beautiful also that is a special cat so what made you take on a job like running a cat shelter yeah that um i i um that was not planned it's something that goes like that i i i, I was at school and I wanted to do some volunteer work and I wanted to do that in the weekend, of course, because I was at school. And then I, I, I met um, the lady that started it and I did more and more. And then my school was done and she was going like bad. She was old and she passed away and I, I stayed. It was not when I was at school that I thought, OK, I'm going to run the cat book. No, it's just... It's just my path. When did you first come to the cat boat? Oh, this long ago. When I went to school. As a visitor? No, no. when I was at school, I helped her in the weekends. 
cleaning the cats and feeding them and going to the vet, that kind of thing. Okay. So do you have a lot of programs to get people to visit and to donate and to sponsor? Do you have well, a lot we, of programs we, with children in schools? In the beginning, we did that, like with the tourist companies and so. That was long ago. But now with all the internet and social media, it's not that hard to reach people. And because we are here for a long, long time, I mean, so many people know us and talk to other people, telling them that it's not so hard for us to reach people. So we did schools sometimes, but with that kind of things, and I like to do those programs, but with that kind of thing, it's hard to get people to do it because you need people that have like free time but they also have their work, of course, because you need good people to tell children what to do. And that's not going really well now. Okay, so what do your cats do? What are your routines with the cats? From the time you come in the morning, what do you all do with the cats? Well, when I'm always the first, I'm early. Um, so then I do my first round, as we call it. Then I, I go to all the cats in the cages and also the ones that are walking around to see if they are okay. There's no vomiting, no peeing, no uh, whatever. And their food is uh, finished, they eat. Then I give them the food, like the first round, because every uh, every cat is after the night, like, okay, 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 I want to eat. So... Um, then the other people come in, then we have like a tea with each other and talk what we're going to do and who is going to do it. Um, then we start cleaning what they do now. We can go inside so, so you can see. We feed them again. And then we're done at half past 12. And then we have like lunch. And then on three days a week, people come by uh, for a few hours to visit the cats. And especially on Monday, there's somebody that's really into playing with the cats. She has a lot of toys and everything is like colorful toys. And, and the other people also do that, but she does it specially. Yes. A lot of volunteers or people are employed here? No, we have volunteers. We have two part-timers, but the rest is volunteered. And, and we have now about 15. In Before Corona, we had more, but some people lived far away and they didn't want to go by the tram and every time and somebody took a job and somebody took a store. And okay, so we have now somewhat less people. But because of Corona, I didn't take new people in. I was like, okay, just it's enough at this moment. So what are the cats like inside? Are they in pairs? Are they friends? Do they fight with each other? Well, we have the cats in the cages. They are new. And those are the cats that we find out, uh, try to find a home for them. And we have our own cats, the cats that are walking around. Those are the cats that are difficult to rehome. We can see that in the cage. If they're scared in the cage, that can be because they're just scared. But if they are still that scared after a month, they're not normal house cats. They are cats from outside. Um, so then we let them out. We introduce them to the group. Um, that goes like step by step. And then sometimes after a long, long time, we can pet them. They, they will trust us. It's like with really scared cats. Um, for instance, with people, if somebody is sad or, or has a problem, you want to comfort them. You want to uh, say, okay, it's okay. And you, uh, you don't do that with a cat. If you have a scared cat, you just leave him and he will come to you 
in his own time. And that can take a long time. It can take a half a year. It can take a year. That, but what people do, they think, okay, I have a scared cat. And every time they're with the cat, they want to pet him and hold him. But that's just where the cat is scared of. And then every time, every time he sees you, uh, he will think, okay, she she is going to pick me up and, and, and he will be even scared. And here we don't do that. So they're just doing their thing and we let them. And then eventually they can come to you. And that's a big thing because you can pet them then. And sometimes you cannot hold them because then they freak out. And then you can pet them and then it's like, wow, you know, after a year I can pet him. It's like, that's great. Could you tell me about who you are and where you're from? I'm Martina. I'm from Italy. We're both from Italy. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we moved here eight months ago. Martina studied archaeology. I'm an Italian chef and we live in Lehman in a big house. We both grew up uh, around cats, uh, dogs, uh, and I've been caring for them for a long time. And we decided to get one here because we always like loved having them around. You didn't tell me your name. Nika. <laughs> Nika. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so how did you hear about the Posen boat and why did you come here? So I've been looking for adopt adopting a cat for a while now. And a friend of mine just, uh, she's from Amsterdam and she told me about this place. And yeah, I wanted to adopt a cat. So I think it's really, it's really cool what you do here. We How came... did you select your cat? Okay, we came here and every cat was gorgeous. <laughs> so we loved all of them. And uh, there was uh, another like one-year-old uh, young cat that we saw and immediately fell in love with. And he was super nice to us. But we also figured that uh, everybody's going to want to adopt a one-year-old uh, little cat that's like super playful. Xana is like 12 uh, and she was kicked out by our house because she bit a child. We love cats more than children. So yes. uh, we are glad to take her. And I mean, she also needs like some time to adjust and blah, blah. And we have experience with stray cats that had uh, various upbringings. So that's great because people normally only adopt young animals. Yeah, yeah, I know. Very mm -hmm. few want the old ones. That's very sad, actually. <laughs> and I found older animals have so much love to give and so much gratitude. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just very different from a kitten. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, they're wiser. They're old. They went through things. That, yeah. And especially, I don't know, like a 12-year-old cat that gets kicked out of her house just because she beat a child. She needs to be loved more than a young cat that, like, everybody is going to love. Even if he runs up in the street, someone is going to, you know. Yeah. He was Potter, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yes, we had a cat and it bit a friend's child. And the child came and said, your cat bit me. And I said, what did you do to the cat? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Because my cat would... We thought the same thing. Because they don't attack if they're not provoked, uh, usually. Yeah. Especially a 12-year-old cat, to be honest. Who's been at home for so long. Exactly, yeah. who's that shy. Poor thing. I'm so glad you're taking her home. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. We're glad <laughs> to. Yeah, we hope that she gets adjusted so we can, I don't know. I'm sure fun. she will. Yeah. Could you tell me about who you are and where you're from? Hi, my name is Judy and I've been a volunteer on the Puzo boat for about five years. Where are you from, Judy? Um, I originally came here from California. 
and um, I just love animals. So <laughs> I came here and I actually adopted cats um, back in 2013. Why cats, not dogs? Oh, I don't know. I've always been a cat person ever since I was a kid. I mean, I've loved animals ever since I was little, all animals, but for some reason, cats really speak to me. Uh-huh. Do you communicate with them? I feel like I do, yeah. <laughs> have you explored animal communication? A little bit. Um, I like to observe how cats behave around people and each other and how they display their ears and their facial expressions and their tail. And I just try to read their body language to try to understand what they're saying. So how did you reach the prison board? Um, I went to a pet store to ask where is the best place to adopt a cat. And they told me here. So that's why I came here. So you have cats at home from yes. here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And what do you do here? I come in the mornings on Tuesdays and I uh, clean everything uh, with Priscilla. And we feed the cats and pet them and play with them. And yeah, just generally take care of them in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, we're open for visitors. So who's your favorite cat here? Um, it has to be CP, the biggest um, brown tabby cat, because he's he can be very stubborn in the morning. He's very um, standoffish in the morning. But then after we're done cleaning, then he comes and hangs out with us. <laughs> and uh, can you tell me a special story about you and a cat? Oh, gosh. Um, one of my current cats that I have... Her name is Izzy, and she's a cat that I've bonded with more than any other cat. And she sleeps with me every night. She wants to hang out with me all the time. She has to be near me or on me. And yeah, I've never had that kind of a relationship with a cat before. Yeah. Okay. All right. She's almost like my daughter. <laughs> Do you dress her up? No, no, no. <laughs> she would hate that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hi, tell me about yourself. Uh, my name is Priscilla, and I work here uh, for about eight years now because I love cats. Eight years? Yes. And you're, you work here? Every Tuesday. And what do you like, like about the prison board? Uh, all of the cats. <laughs> and then I can... Do something for them. That's nice. Do you have cats at home? Yes. Tell I have, me about your cats. I have one because uh, she's happier alone without other cats. So her happiness is number one. <laughs> and she was a bit uh, afraid in the beginning. But now she, she sits on me and everything. <laughs> What's her name? Her name is Baby. Baby, okay. And so who's your favorite cat on the boat? I think it's Kasumi with the long hairs. <laughs> and what is Kasumi like? Uh, she can be grumpy, but she's also very sweet. Very sweet. Yes. So you come just to meet her? Mm. And everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but you had a lot of stories to tell me last time about <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so you can close your eyes and talk to me. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Um. So tell me about the other cats. Tell me about bias. Oh. It's, it's hard for me. <laughs> uh, 
<sighs> Just look at me. You want to know something about the cat here? Yes. Well, that's a special one. That's um, uh, Beyaz. I, uh, he's from uh, Turkey. And Beyaz, I gave him the name that means white in, uh, in uh, Turkish. And they told me, okay, they would bring him, uh, but that he was blind. But we normally have more blind cats, no problem. But I didn't know he didn't have any eyes. So he came in and he was like, like you know, so that was for everybody. Like, oh boy, a cat without any eyes. So, but you would think he was, he would, he is like shy or, or, you know, he doesn't move a lot, but he's, He's so brave and he, he jumps up the, the highest cat tower, the tree, and he's not afraid of anybody. And if somebody comes too close, he just gives him a slap, you know. He wants to sit on your lap all the time. But he doesn't see anything, so I, I that's amazing. You think he hears extra special? Yes, and he feels and he, the, the vibration, so you know, but still, I, I, I know he can manage because if you see him like that on her lap, he's like, he feels happy. I don't think he misses his eyes, but still, it's, it's a strange, we're, we're used to it now, but the first day it was like, okay, open your eyes, you know, <laughs> but yeah, it's, there's not, it's strange. That's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me here. And don't forget to tune in next week for another dose of Soul Tales with me, Radhika Dosa.